What's happening, everybody? Uh, so this is going to be a little bit of a quicker, more brief series recap. But we do have a guest coming on the show, and we're going to get to that for the majority of this episode. But the start of this episode, we'll be recapping the Yanks um, Mariners series. And again, it will be a shorter one than usual. We'll kind of just run through it real briefly, talk about what we need to discuss Um because for the majority of this episode, um, we had a guest uh, who's been a guest on the show before, Dom, returning. And we discussed the trade deadline and um, what we think of this team going forward with the new deals and all that. So, just want to give you a heads up. But um, without further ado, episode 393, let's get into it. This is RJ Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. Showing some dexterity as well with the left hand. It's on its way. There it goes. And the Yankees are going to win. What's happening, everybody? I am your host, RJ Carbone, and you are listening to episode 393. Or maybe you're watching. BD4. Where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis, we also do MMA now, too. Yanks every series, Knicks every game, MMA on the weekends. Welcome. Welcome to BD4. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, RJ. Um... Yeah, if you're new here, be sure to subscribe. You know, the usual platforms. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can watch the podcast on YouTube and Spotify. If you want to give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, be sure to do that. We're currently a five-star podcast and would like to keep it that way. And you can, of course, follow me on social media. Facebook, RJ Carbone. Instagram, at Rob J. Carbone. And if you want to read along... To the blog that I write, go to bd4blog.com. Let's get into it. Like I said, it's going to be a shorter first portion of this episode. We're just going to run through this series, go over a few talking points, and then the majority of this episode, we will get into the conversation that Dom and I had just a few days ago. Now, as you are listening to this episode, it is probably August 4th at night, um, but it could be August 5th, the earliest this is out. But most likely, if I get this up in time, it'll be the night of Wednesday, August 4th. Oh, I'm sorry, Thursday, August 4th. Wow, that week flew by. Um, so let's talk about it. Let's talk Yanks and Mariners because um, <laughs> something's going on, man, with this team. And it, they've been in a rut for a little bit. Um, the first game of the set, the Yankees took the loss to the Mariners who were in Yankee Stadium coming in as a visiting team. 7-2. The Yankees won. Did I say they took a loss? First game they actually won. The Yankees won 7-2. It was Domingo Herman going up against Marco Gonzalez. Um, the Yankees cracked first. Bottom of the first. Anthony Rizzo, a three-run shot on a fastball inside. Whoops. Um, made it 3 nothing Yankees. Then the Mariners answer a little bit in the top of the second. Yeah, Lewis with the solo home run. Uh, bottom of the second, Aaron Judge belts a 420-plus footer, two-run shot. That was his 43rd of the season? Jesus Christ. 5-1 to one Yankees. Top of the fourth comes. Frazier for the Mariners slaps a base hit for an RBI. It's 5-2 Yankees. But then the Yankees kind of put it away from there. Um, well, one guy. Jose Trevino, both in the fourth inning and in the eighth inning, puts the Yankees 
um, gives the Yankees a run with two solo shots, becomes seven to two, and that was the final score. I mean, it's great to see Jose Trevino do that. He was cooling off for a bit, right? But having a good series like this gets hot just like that, and it's good to get his confidence back up. And Jose Trevino is actually our featured one of our featured position players of the series. He went four for eight in this Mariners series. A double, three home runs, four RBIs, a strikeout, three runs scored, 14 total bases. On the season, he's batting 265 with the 304 on base, 461 slugging, and that gives him a 765 OPS. So it's good to see him get hot with the bat again. He needed that. And um, hopefully going forward, Jose Trevino can continue to hit as he had in this series. Pitching for the Yankees in this game was uh, Domingo Herman, And um, put together his second quality, not a quality start, but his second decent outing in a row. Ended up going five innings, two runs. Um, he kind of like labored through it. He didn't, didn't feel like a breeze for him. Um, he only had one strikeout, um, wasn't missing bats. He was throwing his fastball a lot, which I guess was the reason that his slider looked a lot better. Uh, but he wasn't getting a ton of swing and misses. It just, I don't know, I don't really care too much that he's pitched better. I don't think he's very good. I think Clark Schmidt is the guy Yankees fans want to see take that fifth spot in the meantime. And we're going to get to that whole Montgomery thing in a bit. Um, but Domingo threw well. The Yankees want Marinaccio, Chapman, Lasagna, and Peralta from there. Those guys combined to go four innings, two runs. Um, and that was the end of the first game. Um, but that would be the only game that the Yankees would take in the series. And as you can see up on the screen, if you are watching the video format of this podcast, Aaron Judge hitting his 43rd home run there in 104 games one of the quickest in MLB history to do that um, right up there on the list with Ruth Bonds McGuire and I think that's at so side I missed it but um yeah the Yankees ended up winning that game um, 7-2 all right um, we'll move on let's go to game two so the second game of this set <laughs> wasn't great. The Yankees took a loss 8-6. to six. Tyone versus Gilbert. And um, top of the first inning, <laughs> the wheels already came off. Suarez with a two-run bomb off Tyone. Top of the second, a solo home run by some rando. 3 nothing Seattle. Top of the third, Santana, a deep sack fly off of Tyone to make it 4-zip. Then Donaldson, in the bottom of the fourth, slaps a double to score some runs. And then Trevino with the two-run home run, staying hot, to make it 4-3. Um, top of the fifth came, though, and Santana, another ribby with a double. Uh, Two-run score, actually, making it 6-3 Seattle. Um, but the Yankees tie it in the bottom of the sixth when Anthony Rizzo stays hot with a, another home run. He, he was hitting well, man. He's seems like Anthony Rizzo is starting to find his swing. He goes through these stretches like a lot of Yankees when they are brutal, where they're just brutal for weeks on top of weeks. At least it seems like, and it seems like he's starting to find something here. So hopefully he can keep that up going into the St. Louis series um, this weekend. Top of the seventh, Though the Seattle Mariners take it back when Haggerty gets a home run off Lucas Lickie. 7-6 Seattle. And then the top of the ninth comes Frazier adding to the run total for the Mariners. Putting a knife through Yankees fans' heart. Because you just... There's a different feeling going into the bottom of the ninth. Down one, then down two. You're down two, you got to put a runner on. Then hope for the big blast. But Frazier RBI single makes it 8-6 Seattle. Yankees cannot muster up anything in the bottom of the ninth. I wasn't a good game. I was very frustrated with the decision-making from Aaron Boone. Why are you going to Litke there before Efros? You just got. That's your new toy. Why wouldn't you just go to him? Litke has been a journeyman. Um, 
And then to stick with Licky that long, even after that long layoff in between innings, coming back out there with Litke and still not going to Efros right away in the clean inning was insane. Uh, he does the same thing with the Brayu. He leaves him in way too long before he goes to Trevino, um, Lou Trevino. Why this guy doesn't ever give his relievers clean innings? Absolutely beyond me. It's a philosophy I will never understand, but it's something that Aaron Boone has done time and time again. Um, the guy can't manage a bullpen. I'm sorry. Tyone was dreadful. Tyone. Four walks and two home runs. I mean, that that's literally, those are the two things that, like, those are the two cardinal sins if you're a starting pitcher. You don't walk and you don't give up home runs. And, and he's, I mean, he, he's been a batting practice pitcher, I feel like, for, for ever since he got that ERA down to 2-3. He's been absolutely dreadful. I mean, we were starting, we were just starting to talk about him at the time being this dark horse Cy Young candidate. You know, if Nestor wasn't going to win it at the time, Nestor had like a 1 5. And then Tyone just blew up from there. He started to implode, and he's not been consistent since. Um, and, and his bad outings have been bad. Um, and then we got to the third game of the set, where I, I honestly didn't watched this third game. Um, I was at work, thank God. But, I mean, I heard it wasn't great. And I heard they lost. <laughs> Yankees lose 7-3. Um, again, I did not watch this game. I didn't even see many highlights of the game. I didn't see any highlights. But I did follow along with it. I was listening to the radio for as long as I could before I had to go to work. Should we get to it now? Garrett Cole's a problem. I, you know, I don't know one. Like, does, does Max Scherzer ever give up six runs? Does the, Jacob DeGrom do that as much as it feels like Cole does? The amount of home runs that this guy gives up is absolutely mind-boggling. It is. It's a guy who throws 100 miles an hour. He's got a nice-looking curveball, but it just gets, when his fastball gets hit, it gets banged around, and his curveball is always getting banged around. I, I mean, there, there's there's not really much else to say, but Garrett Cole has got to be better. He's got to be better. His ERA is hovering. I don't know what is what is it three and a half now. That's not what we signed up for. That is not what the Yankees signed up for. They signed up for an ace. They paid him $300 million so he could pitch like an ace. And Garrett Cole has been anything but that. He's been absolutely dreadful. When you consider that contract and what his expectations are. Pathetic. He's pitching like a num not a number two. I was calling him a number two for a while. He's pitched this year at least like a number three. He really, really has. He's pitched like a number three. I don't know if he's just if it's mental and he's just struggling mentally right now. He's just in a rut. I don't know. But it's part of me believes that. Garrett Cole is not the same pitcher post, and I hate to keep bringing it up, you know what I'm going to say, post spider tech than he was pre-spider tech. And I know the, the, the metrics tell you that the, the ball is spinning just as much, whatever, whatever. Using the sticky shit helped with your control. It helped with your command. And that's the number one thing every pitcher needs even higher than velocity. You need to be able to command your pitches. And Garrett Cole is not doing that, I've noticed. He's not had great command consistently. And he's given up a bunch of home runs. He didn't have the greatest of regular seasons last year. He got clobbered against Boston in the playoff game. And he's not been pitching well this season. Still struggling against Boston, but they're irrelevant. Who cares? But still, he's got a three and a half on the season, and we are now in August. 
if the Yankees want any shot in October, forget about all the trades they made, their new toys. They have to get Garrett Cole to pitch like an ace. He doesn't have to be Houston Garrett Cole, but he's got to pitch not like a number two, like an ace. He's got to pitch like an ace. He's got to go out there and eat innings and limit runs. In the same game, he's got to do that. Because I'm starting to hear, well, at least he pitched better after. No, he gave up six runs in the first inning of the game. I'll say it again. How many times did Max Scherzer give up six runs in one inning? How many times does Jacob DeGrom do that? How many times do other high-paid superstars... This guy's the highest-paid pitcher in the American League, and he's got, once again, a three and a half. So before we even talk about Montes, before we even talk about Cortez finding his groove again, any of that, Garrett Cole, make no mistake, is going to depend depict where the Yankees go. He has to be on top of his game in two months from now. He must. Especially if the Yankees don't get home field. Uh, to switch to a better, lighter topic. <laughs> I love the Frankie Montes deal. I think that was awesome. I think Frankie Montes is absolutely who the Yankees needed. Having missed out on Luis Castillo. He is under contract for next season too. He's got good stuff, 96-mile-an-hour fastball and sinker. He's got a great splitter, so it seems like he's a guy who keeps it on the ground. Um, does well against Houston. Some of the question marks are the home-road splits. Uh, I, I've never really looked too deep into that anyway. I've never been a big splits guy. Um, and then there's the injury concern with the elbow, of course, but, you know, does he stay healthy? I think Frankie Montez is an excellent number two. And he's actually having a better season than <laughs> than Garrett Cole. Who isn't? Um, yeah. I, I like the deal a lot, man. I like the deadline a lot. I'm trying to not give too much of my thoughts because we discussed it with Dom in a few minutes that we're going to get to. But yeah. I like the Frankie Montes deal. Uh, the Montgomery thing was interesting. Really quick, I just want to briefly give my thoughts on this. I think what happened, and a lot of people are, are against this, it's, it's kind of a controversial move. I don't mind it. Uh, Montgomery was a decent pitcher. He had innings, especially on a team that's going to have to limit some guys' workload down the stretch. You, you got to hope that Montgomery could stay around and eat some innings for you. I get it. But I think what happened is Cashman continued to get played. Um, he got played in the offseason by the Twins. He got bitched by Seattle for Castillo. Um, and yes, I don't give a shit about any of their prospects. I'm willing to go anybody. Um, I'm willing to move anybody. Um, and then here he gets... I don't know what you want to call it. He gets shut down by the Marlins. Like, I think Cashman thought he had a deal lined up. He thought he had a deal for Pablo Lopez in, in Miami. And so what he did was made that precursor move, moving Montgomery for Harrison Bader. And then right after that, you get the news that the Marlins are keeping, holding on to Pablo Lopez. Because there were rumors right before the Montgomery deal that the Yankees were one of the few teams left, if not the only team left, in the Pablo Lopez sweepstakes outside the Marlins. So you heard that. Then you see the Montgomery deal seconds after that. I'm watching this on MLB Network the other day. So you're thinking, oh, this is, this is a precursor so he can go and get Lopez. Then minutes after the Montgomery deal, you see a headline on the TV that says the Marlins are keeping, uh, hanging on to Lopez. So I, there, there's no doubt in my mind that's what Cashman's plan was, is he was definitely expecting to get another pitcher. And if you actually listen to his interview, he kind of said it subliminally. Um, like, the way he was talking, you could tell that was his plan. One of the first things out of his mouth, if you listen to him, was basically telling us that. Um, yeah. It's so you know, you can say all you want how this was a move for the postseason, and it is, but the intent there was definitely not to 
get rid of Montgomery and not get another starting pitcher in return because that makes it, it makes no sense to have that be your intent. Now that said, again, playoff move because Montgomery was most likely not going to get a start in the playoffs. Probably not starting. And you're trying to keep Aaron Judge off his feet as much as possible, keep him healthy. So you make a move for Harrison Bader. Montgomery goes to St. Louis. Bader from St. Louis comes to New York. He's a center fielder. He's got a lot of speed. Great glove. He's won a gold glove last season. A lot of people are raving about his defense. The metrics back it up. The eye test backs it up. His bat is is very Hicks-like. It's nothing special. His OPS sits in the 700s year after year. I think he's batting in the 250s or something like that. He's nothing. He's not going to give you a ton of offense. Um, but he's got speed, and he can play defense. So I don't hate it if we're talking playoffs. Um, but the Yankees are going to have to figure something out from now until the end of the regular season. Who's going to be getting that fifth spot? I can hope that at some point, once he's stretched out at least, that the fifth spot goes to Clark Schmidt for August, September. And I think I would like to see him hold it down. You know, I'm not a big Herman fan anymore. Um, but once the playoffs come, you think it's going to be Garrett Cole, Nestor Cortez, or, or I'm sorry, if you want to go in order, probably Garrett Cole, Frankie Montes, Nestor Cortez, and then one of Sevi or Tyone as your game four starter. God forbid Tyone. Please keep Tyone out of the out of the rotation in the playoffs. I don't even know that I want him on the roster. Um my my you know, my theory with Severino is that they transferred him to the sixty day DL because they want to build him up in the minors so he can come back as a starting pitcher in the playoffs. I, I think that was probably their plan. I know Sevy's livid. Um, he's thinking with his, you know, heart right now, and I get that. But that's probably what they're thinking there is, hey, we're going to keep you on the deal a little longer, come back mid-September, we're going to stretch you out so you can become a starting pitcher for us and not just come out of the bullpen in the playoffs, and I have no problem with that. Initially, I was angry to hear that news. I didn't really understand it very much like Severino, but I think I, I'm pretty sure that's what their plan is, is to stretch him out. Kind of talked about that, you know, having him eventually needing like a phantom DL stint. Um, now, his DL stint right now is not a phantom. He actually, you know, the rotator cuff and everything. But the transferring from the 15 to the 60, I think that's what that was. Um, so, yeah, the pitching, the, the rotation is, is has been very up and down ever since June ended. It's been very inconsistent. So we're going on a month and a half soon. Of this rotation just being pretty, pretty inconsistent. Um, and, and the rotation takes the team with them. That's exactly why the Yankees are basically 500 over the last month plus. Um, and they're pitching, which was their identity for the first April, May, June, three months, Jesus, um, has, has faltered since. So, um, and the bats are, are the bats, you know. Hopefully Benintendi gets hot at some point because Jesus Christ, Benintendi, let's go, pal. What is he, one for twenty? And that one hit was a fake infield hit. He's gotta get it. I don't think I've seen him hit it to the outfield. He's not even making solid contact. Again, I didn't miss the uh, the final game of the set, but holy shit. Dude needs to get it together. Um Donaldson's getting warm. Maybe that's gonna last. I doubt it. Um Gallo's gone. I, I wish the best for him. I've never seen that in my life where a guy talks about his career with a certain team in past tense while still being with the team. So that was interesting to see. But uh, best of luck to him in Los Angeles, you know, because the guy was mentally struggling enough as it was in New York. Let's let's throw him into the, uh, the pits of L.A. <laughs> um, we saw Efros and Trevino this week. Efros looks good. Slider sinker guy. He's got a filthy slider. Hard to hit delivery. He's sidearm. Sidearm guys who throw a lot of sliders. Kind of an injury concern there. Um, don't like to predict injuries. But 
not like he's on a gigantic contract. He's under control for five years. He's a 28-year-old rookie. Um, good numbers. He's got a two-and-a-half ERA, something like that. So we'll see. Keeps it in the park. Maybe Trevino. I know he's been struggling. Can be some someone that Matt Blake fixes. Change of scenery sometimes helps the reliever. We've seen that time and time again. Um, and then, I mean, the, the other guys still need to get it together. Peralta's melting down nightly. Uh, Lucas Lickie is is a, you know, journeyman, mid-leverage reliever. Clark Schmidt I like a lot. I, I Again, I want to see him take that fifth spot for the remaining two months. Um, Albert Abreu, I, I don't know that I trust him. He walks a lot of people. He does pitch well, but he walks a lot of people. Um, Marnaccio I like. Lasagna, hopefully he's starting to get it together. Still not getting a lot of swing and misses, so that's something to keep an eye on. Chapman, I, 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 I'm never going to trust Chapman. I know he's been better, but Clay Holmes, I hopefully he can get it together. If there was going to be a phantom DL stint for Clay Holmes soon, I wouldn't be shocked, and I also wouldn't be disappointed. Um... A lot of people are talking about Oswald Peraza. I think if we do see Oswald Peraza, Peraza, that will be in September. Do they still do that? Do they still do September call-ups? I know they were talking about taking that away for a bit. Um, I say you call up Peraza and you slide IKF over to third. Because I think his bat's too important to this lineup. As much as the nerds are going to hate me saying that. I think contact single sitters guy... Like him is it's too important for the bottom of the order to just take him out. I don't trust the shortstop defense in the playoffs, but I think you slide him over to the third if you're going to call up Peraza for September. Tell Donaldson to just become a part-time player. Um, yeah, man, that, that, that's pretty much all I have. That, that's what those are my thoughts. Uh, Garrickle, get your shit together. Benintendi, let's go. Um, the Yankees very inconsistent. Lost two out of three to the Mariners. I don't know. Like I said, I, I never had. Like there's that moment before the first Astros series that I was like, all right, maybe I'm going to buy into this team. I was just about to do it. Since then, they've been almost a dead 500 team. Um, inconsistent as ever. The pitching has faltered. The lineup is what the lineup is. Hopefully replacing Gallo, you know, 150, 200 strikeout guy with a 300 hitter. Doesn't strike out a lot, and hopefully that helps the lineup. Um, but it, the the big concern to me is the, the rotation. Is Garrett Cole going to get his shit together, and who the hell is going to be our their uh, their number four starter for the playoffs? Right, but we still have to finish this regular season off. Have to keep home field up because I think we're only up by two games, maybe three, two or three. Um. And I probably forgot a lot of other things I wanted to add, but uh, I think we'll get to it now, you know? I, th I think we'll get to it. I think we'll wrap this up. Um, oh, our, you know, let's get to our, real quick, our featured position players of the series. Uh, we talked about Trevino. DJ LeMayu, who stays red hot, was 5 for 12. Four singles, a double in there, two walks, only one strikeout this series. Two runs scored a stolen base and six total bases. On the season, man, he's looking like DJ LeMayu again. He's batting 289 at 392 on base. He's walking a lot more. 427 slugging and an 819 OPS. DJ's back. He's back. These are absolutely fine numbers with me. Um, again, he's not going to be Ted Williams. That's over with. It's hard to do that again and again and again. But these are absolutely fine numbers with me. He's hitting fastballs again. He's going the other way. Line drives to right field. Blue pits that find holes. Love it. DJ's back. Need that as the catalyst at the top of the order. He had a good series. Pitching-wise, uh, no, that's not the right one. Definitely wasn't Garrett Cole. Uh, I don't think we had one. Oh, we had Domingo Herman, but I don't think I put it in there. That's all right. That's it for the first half. We're going to wrap it up with our NYYNYK MMA question of the day. We'll get to the second half of this show with Dom and I. All right. So for episode 393, our NYYNYK MMA question of the day is, 
Who is leading the Yankees in stolen bases this season? Who is leading the Yankees in stolen bases this season? Let me know the answer wherever you can reach me. One last time. Who is leading the Yankees in stolen bases this season? If you get the answer correct, I'll give you a shout out in the next show. If you don't get it correct, but you at least attempt to guess the answer, I'll let you know what it is in the next show. Alright guys, with that said, let's get to the second part of this show. Where Dom and I discuss the deadline, how the Yankees have been playing of late, and what to expect going forward. Yo, Cameron here is dog shit, obviously, as you can see. All good, man. We're good. Yeah, that doesn't help. This camera's just horrible. It's fine. It's fine. My shitty Dell laptop for work. Oh, yeah? Yep. What do you, uh, I feel like I've asked you this like fucking five times. What do you do again? Uh, I work for a company called Roadrunner Recycling. Nice. I work as an analyst, so I just sit nice. at my desk all day. There you go. Yeah. How about that one, man? What, the game? Yeah. Oh. Game. Um, I mean, it's tie-on. I considered... <laughs> I considered putting Mariners money line like a couple hours ago. I don't know. I didn't. And then, of course, I put, I, I, I put minus 1.5 on the Mets uh, money line. Of course, they, they got killed tonight. So They lost? Yeah. They lost to Grom Day? Mm-hmm. How many did he go? Do you know? Yeah, he went five. And then they took him out and they immediately... The, the bullpen just gave up a bunch of runs. <laughs> oh, what a fucking day. <clears throat> All right. What do, you th- what, <laughs> what do you think? What do you think about this deadline? I don't know. Dude, that I, Montgomery shit was weird, but I don't hate it like everybody yeah. else. No, I think it's... hate it. I think it's fine, like, in the long... The short term and the long term, like... He's definitely like a four or a five who's not going to like. He was never pitching in the playoffs. never going to start a playoff game. Like the max he's going to pitch in the playoffs is like like two innings, like in relief. Like if a starter gets just hammered and they need to pull a starter after like two or three innings, like then maybe he would go in, but that's the game. So like he would just like do nothing in the playoffs. So yeah. it can't hurt to get a defense. I don't know if Bader's ever going to, like, start games, but he can come in for Hicks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I looked at his numbers. Offensively, he's kind of like the same thing as Hicks, but I know yeah. he's a very good – I think he's won a gold glove before. Yeah, last year. Yeah. And I don't know. I was just – Montgomery, every time he pitched, I feel like they just lost. So, well, I think he was a – I think he's a free agent. After this season, too. So. Like next year. Oh, I thought I saw it was after this season. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, obviously Cashman didn't want to pay him. That's why he traded him. Right. Well, he's just not worth it. Cashman wants the guys who he can control. He wants team control. He wants guys that are locked up. Right. He's going to call um, Pedro, Davey. <laughs> that's right. So I wonder if oh, – I mean, I, I guess it would be Cole, Montes, Cortez, fucking – then one of Severino and Tyone. Oh, Jesus Christ. But, like, Severino's not going to start again. He's going to really – No, he's toast. If he comes back, he's coming it's, out of the bullpen. Yeah. I think it's going to be, like uh, – I think it was 2019 he came back. Like – for like two starts yeah. in September. And then I think he pitched like like three or four innings in the playoffs. He actually started games, but he's not going to be like stretched out. No. I think that it'll be similar. I think they should I think just... that's what they're hoping happens, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I think they should just scrap him as a starter 
forget yeah. all about that shit and just yeah. put him as a bullpen for his career. Hughes? He can't. He can't Hughes? start anymore. Dude. Yeah, no, he was doing good this year, but then of yeah, course he just got hurt. He can't fucking do it. He can't <laughs> take the workload. He just just throw him in the bullpen. <laughs> Maybe he's gonna, you know, he'll be fucking two, three innings here and there, and you're good. <laughs> Long reliever. Yeah, I'm done with him as a starter, dude. It doesn't work. Yeah, yeah no. He's good when he's healthy, but he just obviously yeah, he's he's pretty good. I'm healthy. He's bombs here and there, but he's pretty good. Yeah, his his body clearly just is not made for it. Other than that one season that he had, that was good, 2017. Yeah. Other than that, he's done nothing. So I think he comes out of the pen if he comes back, and I think. I, I mean, do we? <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah, I think they're going to... Mm. Like, I'm talking about they the playoff might, rotation here. Yeah, they haven't done any of the uh, the uh, opener garbage yeah. this year. But I I don't know. Like, I feel like they might, like, do Tyone for, like, two innings and then Severino for, like, two innings. I kind of don't like Tyone in that. a single pitch. Yeah, no, I don't I don't either, but I feel like they might do that. He's literally Phil Hughes 2.0. <laughs> they don't have anybody else to start a game. That's what I'm Unless saying. That's why it was confusing. You know what I think happened? I think Cashman did this, and he thought he had a pitcher lined up to get. Yeah. And then he saw that Lopez was unavailable. Yeah, he got cupped. <laughs> I mean, he, he's, dude, he's fucking been getting screwed since the offseason. season. Yeah, Seriously, it's either that. Mariners, it's either, it's either he had like Rodone, yeah, Carlos Rodone lined up, and it just like fell yeah. through. That's or what he just like believes in Tyone for some reason. No, that's bullshit. They're gonna feed you that they think yeah. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna spew some bullshit that they trust in their prospects and you know homegrown shit. But everybody in the right mind knows that Cashman thought he had something done. Yeah, he was trying to get Lopez or Rodone, whatever. Yeah. Tyone's ERA is like like six <laughs> in the last like couple months. So yeah. yeah, that would that would just be like a punt game in the playoffs, honestly. Yeah, it would be. Game. And everybody's everybody's talking about Houston. We gotta get past the fucking first round first. Yeah. I think I think I saw a graphic yesterday that if the playoffs started today, they would play the winner of, I think it was Minnesota and Tampa Bay. Okay. Like Minnesota's. I'm not afraid of Yeah, obviously, like a joke. And then the Rays aren't that great this year. So, no, but, but still, if they drop, that's always annoying. Yeah. But still, they get to win three games. And if they go to Toronto, that's an option too. They could also play Toronto. Yeah, Toronto's Toronto's better than than Broke. Minnesota and Tampa Honestly, Bay. The American League outside of the Yankees in Houston, really not that great good at all. Yeah, it's really not that great. It's um, a bunch of teams that are just like five hundred and like ten games over five hundred. That's it. Yeah, which like really you're not that good if you're like ten games over five hundred. No. Um, how about the fucking Padres? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I don't know how they're going to – are they going to extend him, Soto? I mean, eventually. I mean, you, he's still under contract for the next – Like two years. On this year, I Yeah. Think. So they're going to have Machado, Tatis, and Soto. Good those for three, whoever yeah, those, those three guys are going to be like a billion dollars combined. Good for them. Machado's 300. I think Tatis was like – 300 plus. <laughs> Did you uh, see the whole and thing? Soto's going to be like 500. You see the thing with Hosmer and Voigt? <laughs> oh my God. Did you? And Voigt, Voigt was interviewed right before that happened, too. They were interviewing him about uh, Soto. And he's like, Yeah, it's going to be great. All these guys coming over here. We're going to yeah. be a big three. And he just got I fucking saw, cucked. I saw that. Yeah. He was still like technically on the team, Voigt. For like a few hours, and then yeah, he just got he got cut. <laughs> He's going from San Diego to fucking DC. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think about Montes? 
I like the move a lot. Yeah, no, I think he's good. I, like I would. I'm interested to see how his his first few starts are. I feel like, like I'm really hoping he's not Sunny Gray 2.0. I don't think that's, he's gonna be. That's what I like. I feel is. like he has the upside to be like better than Cole. Yeah, I think so. Like Cole is good, but like look at his numbers. Like they're not that. I mean, yeah, that's they're true. not like that great. Like he has a bunch of strikeouts, but no. his ERA is like. Like three point two, pitching like a number three. <laughs> yeah, he really no, he really is. He doesn't like his innings. Like aren't that crazy? Like Cole doesn't like pitch into the eighth inning. That his often. average outing is probably like six, six innings. innings, two runs. Yeah, no, I would. Yeah, I would say like six innings, like two and a half, three runs, and like seven strikeouts, which is like yeah, pretty good. That's, but like I he, think Montas can do that. Yeah. He'll be good. Um, and then they got the dude that pitched. Oh, both of those kids uh, pitched. The bullpen guys, the sidearm guy. That guy who throws sidearm is great, but he is going to get injured at one point. Oh, yeah. He throws nothing but sliders, and he's sidearm the entire time. Yeah, he's a rookie now, so. He is going have, to get injured. Yeah, I think they have team control for, like, the next like four seasons after this one, so yeah, he'll definitely be getting injured. That's it's just a Yankee thing. Yeah, Green, Loizaga, <clears throat> Severino. <laughs> they all get injured in the bullpen. Britain. Britain's coming back. Don't worry, he's gonna yeah, he's gonna great. Back. Britain. Who else? Remember Tommy Canley? Tommy Canley. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, he fell off when he left. <laughs> He had like one good year, then he started to suck. Yeah, I remember uh, it was early on, I think in the 2018 season or maybe 2019. Boone had him pitch like three innings and he threw like 45 pitches, like in within like the first month of the season. And he just toasted his arm. Just ever since then, he was toast. That's good. That's nice. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Tommy Campbell. Um, Montes, I, I yeah, I think he'll be good. He throws what ninety six. He's got a yeah, he throws gas. Got a few pitches. So yeah. I was looking at his. Uh, I was looking at. I was doing a little nerding before, and I was looking at his. Uh, X like W bacon. <laughs> no, look at the <laughs> metrics and shit, and then he's like, it was all red, which I think which is obviously good. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think it'll be good. Um, and he pitches well against Houston. Um, right. Not just not just this year, but his whole career. So that's that's very important. I did. Um, I think just this season, though, his road ERA is like five. That's what I heard. His home ERA is good. That's so what like, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, he's going to a different team. So I don't, yeah. And the the ballpark, obviously, in Oakland is huge. Yeah, that that is it is a pretty big difference there. It's huge. Um, yeah. So, but he's a ground ball pitcher, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think he is. He's got I a sinker. He's got a splitter. You have to think. Yeah. He hit, I mean, a ground ball guy. And then um, uh, Trevino, the other Trevino, the guy they traded for. Mm-hmm. I mean, the numbers suck as. He was good like three yeah. years ago. Like he was really good, like three years ago, and I don't know what happened happened to him. Maybe, uh, but his what's his name? Maybe Doctor Blake can fix him. Oh yeah, I'm sure yeah. <laughs> he fixes everybody, right? Yeah, like a Abreu. Abreu, Abreu, Abreu's all right. He's okay. I wouldn't trust him in the playoffs. No, I don't trust any of these. Listen, I, I'm not a big fan of the bullpen. I know it's statistically yeah. been good. I don't. There's not a lot of guys. I, I wouldn't even really like trust Holmes in the playoffs at this point. Not anymore. I wouldn't. I'd not anymore. Scared. Like with a one one run lead, like against Houston, I would not trust it. I he hasn't. Think. I don't think he's had a clean one, two, three in, in a month. It's, especially on the road, I feel like he would just yeah. like shoot himself. Yeah, the big difference has been he's 
his command has been off. Like he's been walking people and he's, he's been throwing, uh, his fastball has been missing just like not even close, which wasn't happening earlier on in the season. He's thrown a ton of innings. Right. So his arms probably just shot. He's probably due for a phantom DL stint. Yeah. I would be fine with that. That's probably good. Yeah, I mean, they have the lead to do it. Um, right. I'm just they worried about to... home field. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was going to say. They need to finish above Houston. <laughs> I think it's down to two, two and a half. Two? Oh, yeah, because they lost tonight. But Houston's playing right now. Let me see. I don't know. Even, like, it, it was a good deadline, and everything feels fine. But, I, I mean... Houston, Houston's just... Oh, Houston lost tonight, too, to the Red Sox again. They lost to Boston? Yeah, 2-1. To yeah, 2-1. Okay. So it's still, like... Huh. I well, think it's... Close. I'm going to check the standings here. League. It's three games. It's three. Three with two months left. Huh. I don't know. I think Houston finishes with like 105 wins. The Yankees be like one or two games below that. What's the pace right now? I'm gonna check the pace for who? Yankees. You can. What do you? Where do you? Where do you go for that? Just multiply their win percentage times 162 games. Let's say it's like 103. The Yankees are 667. Times one sixty two, which is one oh eight. Jesus Christ. Okay. So Astros one oh five. One oh eight. Still pretty good. That's a lot. I actually thought it dropped. Playing like they've been playing like five hundred for like yeah. six. I'm mean, gonna guess for your worst stretch of the season, five hundred is isn't the worst. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, uh, Benintendi. Holy oh shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a ball. Jesus Christ. I've been advocating for this guy for the entire year. He comes here on the he's day. Clearly he's, yeah, he's clearly in his head. Yeah, he's clearly He's never. He's probably never striking out four times before. Yeah, no, I saw from Katie Sharp. She tweeted that this is his first 3K game this whole yeah. season. Yeah. It's mental. And he's like one for 20. That's not good, and it's not even a real hit. No, right into the shift. Nope. He's either gonna just continue just being brutal because he's in his own head, or it's just like a normal slump, and he'll just get hot soon. The thing is, like he's he's having a great year. He's batting uh, three fifteen, whatever. Before Reach this out. season, he was never he like was never like that great. That's that's the thing. I didn't realize that until I. Yeah, he's got always him. like. <laughs> <laughs> like I think like 260, 270 maybe. He was kind of like falafel. Yeah. He's just good. Yeah. He he hit some homers though. So he I could go he, back down a little bit. Yeah, no, that's for sure. He does hit a little home. I mean he doesn't have a ton of power. No. You figure the short porch will help him. Um yeah, although he is kind of ball. a push hitter. But I, know, I think I'll run into a few. Yeah, they don't need even need him to hit home runs. Like just no, hit, I mean that's literally like why RBI they got him. singles. Just hit RBI single. That's, that's it. Yeah, that's why they got him. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I think you know, I hope that he can start hitting. If 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 he starts hitting, I think you put him at the top. Of the yeah, order. I think he needs to hit. He should hit second. Yeah, I mean, you get Judge out of there, be, you get him in the three hole. Yeah, it needs to be DJ Benintendi and then Judge. That's a pretty good first inning. That's what I would do. And then when Stan comes back, he needs to hit four. And Donaldson needs yeah. to hit the bench. Yes. So if you put Donaldson on the bench, <laughs> do you move LeMayu to third? Or do you move Falafa off of shortstop? Yeah, LeMayu goes to third. You're trusting IKF yeah, shortstop. Would, yeah. And then I, yeah, then Torres just plays second. Oh, wait, then who plays first? Him. Oh, Rizzo, right, Rizzo. I don't yeah, I would do that. Stops. He makes, I feel like he, he makes, makes good hard decisions. plays, but the easy plays, like, yes. he just makes, 
I don't know. And do you really want that for the playoffs? No. <laughs> okay. No. So I think you got to move him to third. That's his natural position. That's, That's where he won like glove. Yeah, you want the gold glove there. Get them. Get him the fuck off shortstop. It's just the throw. Like I don't know. That, that messed up Torres too. The throw. Yeah. Just well, like, Torres was worse. Yeah, Torres couldn't like feel the ball too. I can't. He usually feels the ball. His throws are yeah. just weak a lot of times. Yeah. I feel like Torres like knew he like couldn't make the throw or he like had to make a big throw. He just like fuck him up. They honestly should have. They should have moved Torres today. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like he's he'll get hot for a stretch, but yeah. He'll get cold for a stretch. And then he'll just go back down to like average. He's hitting 250. Not consistent. His OPS is like 700. He's not that. How many homers does he have right now? He's got a bunch of doubles, a couple of homies. He's got what, 16 home runs? 20 doubles, 16 home runs. It's it's, it's just like above average. It's not like. Yeah, he's okay. He's not. I would have, you could have gotten something for him. Yeah, they should have gotten would take one more pitcher, sure. man. Should have gotten trade one him more for pitcher. Castillo. Yeah, I would have traded him for Castillo. Apparently, the the asking price was like bulky. I would have done that. I would have done that. Castillo's a number like one. a ninety five percent chance that bulky sucks. There's, yeah, all these guys. I don't care. Like they're not impacting my team right now. So no. why would I give a fuck? Right, and there's a 95% chance, like, in right. three years, Volpe comes up and is terrible. And he's Eduardo Nunez. Right, right. Jorge Mateo on the Royals. He was, like, a top-five prospect. <laughs> he's actually pretty good now. <laughs> yeah, well, now he is for, like, two months of a season, but he's always been garbage. Yes. Remember, uh, like, Yane Yervis Solarte was a prospect. He was fun. Yeah, for a couple of days, but, right? But he's not good. Uh, wow, it's a lot of There's a lot of names. Greg Bird. <laughs> That's dramatic. Dramatic Greg Bird. Greg Bird. Yep, I fucked. Hey, Todd, uh, do you have that list from earlier in the season with you? Yeah, it's on my other computer. But yeah, I want to check in on it. I kind of want to see what we're, where we're standing here. Hold on. Hey, one second. Okay. This is going to be interesting. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Um. Yeah, we're gonna have to read through this one by one because I want to hear this shit. All right. Oh boy. Okay. All right. So number one, yeah, number one, Torres average, prop two seventy five. You took under. I took over. You'll you took that. over on that? I took wow. over. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Next one's a good one. Montgomery wins. <laughs> oh, no. 12 and a half. You took over. <laughs> what the? What does he have? Two? I think he's got like two. <laughs> Next, Stanton home runs. Uh, Prop set at 34. You took over. I took under. I might hit that. That's that's gonna be close. If he comes back in September, he's got a month. How many does he have he's now? Got, I think he's got like 25, 26, maybe. I hit about ten, nine or ten. Okay. Huh. He needs to come back soon for that to have a good chance. Yeah, that's true. Next is Hicks total games played this year. Oh shit. 117.5. <laughs> you took the over, I took the under. He's healthy. Yeah. The next one is Hicks DL date set at July 1st. You took the under. 
Oh shit! Hit the DL before July first, so she hasn't hit DL. That one to you, right? So I already won that one. (laughs) Next one is the opening day one: Donaldson, leadoff, and DJ on the bench on opening day. I don't remember. You said you said yes. I said no, which I won that one because DJ played on opening day. Okay. Um, Next one is Stanton strikeouts for the season: one fifty. You said over, I said under. See, the DL stint's going to help you. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. why I said under. That's smart. That's smart. Because I knew he was going to hit the freaking yeah. DL at yeah. least. Yeah. All right. Next one is Greg Bird, 16.5 games oh, played. Yeah. You missed that one because you uh, said over. Oh. All right. Next one is Slob Sanchez, the Kraken, uh, batting average <laughs> for the season, 215. You said Order. over, I said under. I think he's hitting like 215 like right hold now. Hold on, hold on, let me check. Gary Sanchez is batting 211 right now. Okay. <laughs> he was hitting, I think, 216 or 217 when I was watching. He could get it. On like Saturday night. He so he's gone like over 10 since then, obviously. All right, next one is Boone, 4.5 ejections. You took under, I took over. That's already... He might have been five. Yeah. Yeah. Next one is <laughs> Egghead or Brett Gardner Brett on Gardner. the team date. Oh, shit. At, we put it at May 1st. Oof. You said under, I took over. So <laughs> I want that, obviously. Nice. <laughs> Next one, IKF hits 174.5. You took the over, I took the under. You know where he is now? I gotta check where he no, is. I, yeah, check that. I have no idea. I've, it's, it's probably over a hundred. We'll probably get close. I don't know if we'll get there. He's gotta be close because they played like a hundred games and he's he had two hits tonight, so like in every single game. He has eighty-eight on the season. Wow. So he, he just gets a lot of like one hit games. Yes. All right, next one, you'll hit this one. Chapman saves 26 and a half. You said under. I said over. I told you they would they would take him out of the closer role, yeah. and they did exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> but I have a feeling, I have a feeling Clay Holmes struggling, and Chapman has like three good yeah. outings in a row lately. They're going to use that They'll bullshit, and they're yeah, going to put him back. back in. But he, what does he have now, like 10 saves? I don't even think it's, yeah. Yeah. All right, next one is your favorite, Gallo Arby. Nine and a half, Rob set over. That has no chance, obviously. He still got 20. Yeah. And then last one, Loisaga saves 14 and a half. You said over, I said under. That guy sucks now. Yeah, because he's not even playing close one game. (laughs) All right, that was all. Wow. Pretty split. You have a good shot at Torres average. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary Sanchez average is a total toss-up. You're going to win Chapman saves, potentially IKF hits, and Loisaga saves. That's not bad. It'll probably be split. It's just $1, so not important. Yeah, it's going to end up being nothing. Yeah, it's going to be a wash. Yeah. Which is fine. Uh, all right. Um, who else do I have? Shit. So overall, if you, were, if you were to grade, like a letter grade, Cashman's deadline, <clears throat> what, what is it? B plus? Yeah, I was gonna say B plus. I think Mon like Good. if they didn't get Montas, it's like oh, like an F. Yeah, it's bad. Um, I can't go yeah, to A because they missed out on yeah, Castillo and yeah, Soto. Yeah. I would say yeah, if they got Castillo, it'd be like an A minus. Yeah, yeah. But since he got cut, I have to say B plus because Montas is clearly like the number two starter of this deadline. So if you get the number two starter, you can't get an A. But one positive was trading Joey for 
Dude, it's so fucked up how he's like mentally struggling in New York. And they're like, hey, let's send him to a fucking bigger market. <laughs> yeah. See if we can I mean, get it's together a, over there. It's a totally different city, but it's LA. And, yeah. And I don't, well, people don't care about baseball in LA as much because yeah. LA is just, yeah, Hollywood. Just a joke of a place. Um, just a total dump of a city. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I think he'll still suck there because he sucks. Let me see if they did they play him today. No, there's no way he's he, he probably just like landed in LA. Yeah, because it's like a seven hour flight and he got yeah, traded. You had like to seven think hours that ago. they lined this deal up yesterday. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, the dude was speaking in past tense about his Yankees career like a week ago. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I've never seen that before. That was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah. Where are we going in the playoffs? I need a prediction before I leave. Lose to Houston in ALCS. Uh, yeah, I would say the same. Six. Say I, yeah, six games? Yeah. DJ hits a homer in the ninth again? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yo, the is good again. Tight. Yeah, Maybe, but he's not I'm, 29. He's not I'm back in on him. That's fine. I'm back. He's all right. He's good. He's he's good again. He's good. But 2019 DJ was no, insane. but that's it's hard to hit like Ted Williams three times. Yeah, yeah. He's all I'm asking. He's like 330. Yeah. Remember he he would come up with runners in scoring position. He would yeah. get a hit every time. That was an automatic RBI. <laughs> yeah, she was insane. Didn't he yeah. have like a hundred? You have a like a bunch of RBIs that season. It like, wasn't yes. it like over one ten or like one twenty. He had a hundred something. No, he had a hundred something. Like one hundred two. Yeah, I'm looking this up. And um, and Judge, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. I think he'll hit sixty. I'm looking up one. I think he can. Twenty nineteen DJ had no. Oh. 197 hits, 327 average, and yeah, 102 RBIs. I need you to look something. Look up Giancarlo Stanton's MVP year. I want to see if Judge is going to eclipse. Oh yeah, he's he's like too. home runs and RBIs. Yeah, hold on. And his average. I want to know his numbers. 2017, 59 home runs, 132 RBIs. Oh, I'll get close. Um, 281 batting average, 631. Stanton batted 281? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. What was his OPS? OPS, 1.007. It's very similar. I mean, Judge could probably get... It'll be like a similar season. Yeah. He played 159 games. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, he, he might get close to that. He'll get close. It'll be very similar. The home runs will probably get right there. Yeah. RBIs, and close. Probably a little bit. I think Judge will get a little bit more because he's already at like 90, like 95 right yeah. now. Yeah, two months to play. Yeah. It'll be very similar. People are talking about 70. I don't think he's touching 70. No. no 70s. <laughs> Got to get 30 more. Basically, 30 more in two months. How many did he hit in July? Like 15, maybe? I think I looked the other day. It was 12. Yeah, there's no way he has a hotter month than that. He's averaging like 12 a month. Yeah. <laughs> which is pretty funny. Ridiculous. Every other day, basically. Yeah, pretty much, which is ridiculous. That means bet him to hit a home run tomorrow because he didn't hit one yeah. today. Yeah. I'm done betting for a bit, man. Yeah. And, I, and I'm going to go – I'm going to say that, and I'm going to go bet tomorrow night because that's how it works. Yeah. I need to use my free free from this Sunday promo. They're not free because you're going to lose that too. Yep. It. Yep. I already lost half of it on the Mets tonight. I just can't do it. It just doesn't work. They don't have – just, I just – I, I was hot so long. I think I'm just kind of hitting a little bit of regression back to mm -hmm. the mean. Because mm -hmm. I was so hot at the end of the uh, NBA season. Yeah. Remember that. 
Yeah. Was I think I think N- I think NBA is just easier to bet on, honestly. Yes. Yes. I think it's just easier to bet on NBA games because guys just hit their averages like, yeah. like way easier in the NBA. You can it's like more reliable. Like you know, like okay, I'm gonna bet like Devin Booker to score twenty five points. And it yeah. just like clicks like every night. You could just parlay those easier. Yeah, it's it's easier. It's more it's, predictable. Yeah, because points are easy to score in the NBA. Twenty right. points. Anybody can get twenty points now. Right. All right. Thanks, man. Yep. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. It's the best way to make a podcast. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm.